Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Podcast. This week brought to you by Blue Apron and Dollar Shave Club. I'm Gus. I'm Becca. I'm Barbara. Hey, what up? It's your boy, Bernie. And Gus. I I've been said, watching Twitch streams all week. Have you, uh, I almost said welcome to Dollar Shave Club. I'm all, I'm all fucking screwed up right now. Our new now. podcast. That's our new podcast. We're just going to name it after companies. Welcome to Toyota Motor Corporation. It's like, hey, I'll, I'll give you a dollar to shave. Join my oh, club. I had, shaving, I had a shaving incident. I see what you did there. Did you? Yeah, so I was trimming my beard, and I have like a little guard on it. This could go and then I've been trimming, bad. the guard goes boop! And popped off, and I cut a divot oh. in the bottom of my chin. Oh, oh no. I see it! Like it's like a like a it's like a little space. <laughs> like a like the green camera. on a. Uh, I'm gonna pretend that's like the, right your there, skin like actually there. gouged out. <laughs> no, it's just like a big chunk of my hair is gone. I went like you know, and I was like, oh shit, and I had to look, and so I actually brought my beard down a bunch. I wanted to do the fully for a movie. That noise is bad though because. I, I've heard that noise before when someone was doing my hair. And they were like shaving with a guard, and all of a sudden you hear this boink of the guard coming off. Once again, fully work. And then you hear zit on your head, and then you have, have a divot. Have you head. seen the video of that kid who's like trying to trim his own hair, and he does it without the guard, and he just like cuts like a reverse mohawk, yeah. and his hair's just kind of hanging there, and he's like trying to like mat it back down, <laughs> like put it back into place. Over. I think people fucking up their hair on YouTube videos is one of my favorite things to watch. So yeah, I agree. Ones. There's like the girl who I think she's curling her hair, yeah, and it burns off, and she just goes. <laughs> she can't make. She can't process it. She's like looking at it. She winds all this hair around it, and then she's got it there, and it just burns. And goes. And she goes. <laughs> also, like the one where the woman gets all her bangs together and clips it, and then it's like. And she goes, ah. out. Yeah. <laughs> she's got that face. God, how do how do we see? We could never experience these moments before the internet. Now uh, you can see them. Schadenfreude everywhere. There's all, the it's also it, there's a video that's a go. Miss vocabulary over here. Right. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale for repeating what you see on the internet. There's the girl who puts the corn on the cob on the drill oh, and God. tries to eat it, and then it winds her hair up and like rips oh. a chunk of her hair out. She has like a like a, like a yeah. hole in her scalp. I thought that one was fake. I had to like follow that one up. Like I found the I found the videos of her like going to the doctor afterwards. Really? Like, yeah. There's like a whole series of them later. Someone's gonna die doing that. Oh God! It's oh, so painful to look at. Oh no! Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God! Uh. <laughs> Moment of oh. silence. That one. Oh my God! I can't imagine <laughs> what that feels like. I mean, I, I imagine it feels a lot like waxing. <laughs> and it's not good. Yeah, it's probably honestly so you shocking that you don't even like. Do you wax it. a patch that big? Um, that's like a, on your legs? That's a big. Like, do they do the they, whole? They go all out on the legs. They like, all out. <laughs> like they they'll do like strip. a long strip. They do like little patches at a time. Will they do like the whole like cooter area? Sorry, oh, yeah. <laughs> is, is, will never... they do that in one one go? So no, they kind of like section it off. The worst part, and uh, have you ever had a wax? I went straight to laser. Okay, so so you've never experienced this before. But the worst part of a wax is like actually on the top. It's not like the inner bits. Oh yeah, over the bone. Over the, like over like like the... up towards your stomach. Is yeah, that what you mean by that's top? That's the worst part. No shit. Yeah, I would figure like back and like. The gooch. I mean, the I gooch know. is the easiest part. Really? Yeah. It seems like it's embarrassing though to be in that position. Although, as women, like at the doctor and everything, you're constantly in a feel like in a compromising position. It's still embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Because people are just like moving things around and like opening things <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. I just am always like, this is what they do every day. Yep. They're so desensitized. I right. Tell myself over and over. Have to remind yourself yeah. that. It's just like another day at the office. It's like, yeah. uh, like a secretary picking up a phone. Same yep. thing. Yeah. Yep. Moving, <laughs> rearranging a cooch. Yeah. Picking up a phone. It's all the same. Uh, Do you get up on all fours for like the Brazilian, like the 
back side stuff? Is that how no, that works? No, the the butt you you're lying on your back and you put your legs up. You do like a reverse crunch. You hold your yeah, you hold your legs to your chest. Do they time you like you have to hold it a minute or anything like nope. that? Like <laughs> like a trigger you gotta, there. Gotta let the blood out, Ten like desensitize it. I'm pretty sure there was one time when a little bit of wax was left in there, because I. What <laughs> happened? I went oh to the, I went to the bathroom later that day, and I, it's like, you know when you're pushing silly putty through <laughs> like a mold, and it comes out in that mold. Yeah. I think like part of my butthole was still connected <laughs> <laughs> from the wax. So they come out star shaped, like <laughs> something like that. Like spaghetti. Two, <laughs> two little spaghetti. That seems like a bad job by that wax technician. They yeah, I didn't go to that do, person again. I would not imagine not. Do you have to tip someone who waxes you? Yes. Yes. So then you're incented really? to really tip them if you go back because you don't want to short them because you don't want them fucking it up or right. doing a bad job. Yeah. It's kind of like extortion then. I also don't think they necessarily all tipping know. Is extortion. Some places yeah, are different. Like this way, they'll fucking hurt you. They don't let you barb in some places. No, they they let you, but like some places don't. Like you could just leave a tip in like their little mailbox, and it doesn't. You don't have to say who it's from. I would want to make sure they know it's from me. Oh no, I <laughs> always tip very high for my waxer because yeah. I go to the same woman every time. Same. And you're like, please be gentle on me. Yeah. So what's the worst thing a waxer? I mean, they're professionals usually that you go to, but it, is it like they don't do it fast enough, or does it, they do a timid like pull, the double one, like like that, like. Just from from a pain perspective, yeah, yeah, like they'll maybe not get all the hair, and they have to keep going over an area. I mean, I usually just wax my eyebrows, so it's not too not bad. bad. Do you ever had your legs waxed? Mm-mm. Me neither. Really? Never had my legs waxed. Mm. I just like shaving is easy there for me, but yeah, it's just easier to get it waxed every like up here. Um, dude, if I if a dude shaved their face the way that a woman shaves her legs, it's like. Like it'd be like equivalent Gus if I shaved like have you ever watched that to shave her legs by any chance? No. Okay. Imagine shaving your face like this. <laughs> like that. And like oh, that would God. Be un- oh God. That's exactly how women shave their legs. Who I shaves thought, their legs like every that? Every woman I've Do ever you met ever shaves shave their legs like that. Do you ever shave your fingernail? Yes. Like- Accidentally, yeah, like I like shave by feel and do it so quickly because yeah, you're like doing it with your hand You're like touching with your hand as mm-hmm. you're shaving I've, and feel I've done that before like when I'm like trying to move my face <laughs> around and like yeah. the The Flips razor it. hits the nail and uh, just yeah, like that's so when you shave a little piece do you shave like this is it like that? I, no. I go I go like gently zip, zip zip no I go in like smooth strokes but like fast though. I mean, Pretty I'm like, fast. I'm not going like definitely Whoa. faster than a man shaves his I face. I guess faster than the face. Guys, but guys, if it were my like face, this. I'd probably be more careful. Yeah. Yeah. Lot, I just jugulars over here. There's a lot of blood <laughs> when I shave my legs. <laughs> oh man. Do you cut yourself a lot? Oh yeah. Like I still have like a I have a little ah it's a murderous. Skip. Yeah. What'd you Got do? On my Achilles heel. It was just a new blade. I was clumsy. I think yeah. that's gonna scar. I've probably had that for like three months. Jeez. It's probably there forever. If Achilles were shaving his legs and had that same injury, would he have died? <laughs> would like would that have done his him in? delicate heels. <laughs> my one weakness. Why did I shave my legs? So Achilles' mom, right, dipped him in the river Styx. Was it the river Styx? Was that what it was? I thought I, I knew it was a body of water. I didn't realize it was the river Styx. Any, any uh, experts in mythology here? I'm looking it up. Believe it was the river Styx. She dipped him in, and then the story goes that she had to hold him somewhere, so she held him by the heel. When she mm, dipped him, so it didn't get the didn't get the heel, didn't get the the stick river, river stick. <laughs> what the rest of his foot did? It was, it was the river sticks. Thank you. The rest of Thank his you. foot got it though, just not the heels. Yeah, she, she just she, held him. She by held the him heel. by the one heel. Is it both heels or just one heel? One heel. 
She's holding him and she goes dip and does that. But what I always thought is that his heel was vulnerable because it wasn't uh, dipped. But then I had this weird like obsession with Achilles' mom. Then had like invincible finger and thumb. <laughs> like, yeah, on that one hand because she got because she dipped the finger. She must have dipped those fingers in, so they were invincible as well. We never hear about that part of the story. That's interesting. Oh. Yeah, I wonder if that hand is still preserved to this day somewhere. Can you imagine though a pissed off mother's like which one of you fuckers killed my kid like poking people? Imagine how fast she was able to shave with those fingers. Amazing. You know <laughs> she can shave those fingers like this. Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> she wouldn't have to worry about her nails getting cut on that hand. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Be totally fine. I always say I, I don't know if you've ever had this, but I have been a reckless shaver at points in my life. And you know when you fucked up, sometimes you can't feel how bad it is, but you know it's you know you've cut yourself pretty badly when the razor stops, like you get it caught. Ooh. You ever done that? No. And I did that once on my face, like right here, dink, and I had uh. literally like two, it was a double-bladed razor at the time, and I had two perfectly like, lined, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It I'll was... tell you what hurts is cutting your armpit. Like, that's not. Yeah. I've had it multiple times where I like go sideways by accident and just slices. Ugh. You would slide, why would you go sideways? Well, it, like it slips or something, oh. it's not intentional. Like you literally oh. went sideways with the blade? Yeah. Oh, God, like yeah. you're cutting bread? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever cut my armpit shaving. It's horrible. Ow. It takes forever to heal, too. Yeah. I, I, this is going to sound really bad. I dry shave my underarms. How? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's because I'm always sweaty. No, I dry, you're, you're I dry shave my face. Sweaty, but it's dry when you shave? <laughs> Only I when I, I, I shave. use shaving cream on my face. Huh? You don't I don't use shaving cream. Never yeah. have. Hmm. But well, you, I shouldn't say never have. I gave up on it. I had something weird happen. I want, I want, to, I want to know how you would have reacted to this. I had some. I had a, a weird experience earlier today. I guess I would have complained about it on my podcast. That's how I would have reacted. <laughs> um, I was in. I was in my office. We, we were filming earlier this morning. Was filming all day. Then uh, when we were done, I had to go over to my office to take a conference call. So I sit down at my desk. You know, join the call on my phone on my cell phone. Then I'm like, why am I sitting on my desk? I've got a couch. I'm gonna go stretch out on the couch that's in my office. So I walk over to my couch. You know, spread out, put my feet up on it. I'm on the phone, and I look over to the side of the couch. And there's a phone just like on the arm like that, like face down, I'm like like a iPhone, a cell phone. It's a it was an Android phone. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. And I pick it up and look at it. And there's no identifying info on it or anything. I'm like, how long has this phone been in here? Like, what's this phone doing? Is, is this it recording? Is it recording? recording? Right. That's, that's what I would assume. Yeah. So it's like, so I like set it outside, finish my call. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so then I finish <laughs> my call, go outside. The cell phone's still there, and I, I'm like, what the fuck do I do with this phone? Like. I guess you can't like unlock it at all, or anything right? Like, like I that. looked at it. There's no way to unlock it. It just has the time, and it says that there's like an alarm set for 7:30 the next morning. Ironically, you can't use the phone to find the person. The right. way the person can find the phone. Yeah. Right. So I mean, w would you have been paranoid about it? Because I was super paranoid. Paranoid in what way? Like it's an explosive device, or that it's that, that, eavesdropping? It's eavesdropping. Yeah, it's a recording device. Sure, I would think that. I don't know if I'd be paranoid about that because the only people who could have gone into that office and left a phone there are people that you would have let in. Yeah, you don't guys are the fuckers that work here. You have you have a locked. <clears throat> you live right, in a cage. Right, but still, you don't know. I mean, I've found people in there that I I've not given the code to before. What you found people? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, Were who? they lying face down on your couch? <laughs> <laughs> um, like it was someone who doesn't <laughs> work here anymore. I don't know. I feel weird about about mm. saying oh, that. Yeah. Okay. But if you that's weird. why, right? Call them out. So one time, on the podcast. I walked into my office <clears throat> and uh, uh, fucking Edward Sockwell was was sitting in there. Really? <laughs> and and uh, I walk in, he goes, oh, yeah, uh, my office was too loud. I came in here to record something. 
And I was like, oh. How did he get the code? I don't know. I was okay. Really weird. And then I, that, I ended up changing the code like later that day. Because <laughs> of Edward. Maxie, yeah. learn. No, learn from like, his mistakes. I was like, like I'm never going in there. Edward was our former head of social media. Social, or social media, media manager. There you go. Thank you, Barbara. Worked for Barbara. And he has earned the moniker. From the audience of being the chive guy, <laughs> or some people say BuzzFeed guy because they forgot the name <laughs> yes. of the brand. Yeah, because or he worked at Chive Spinner asshole. Yep. yep. But he actually it. started at in at Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. He was an intern in the broadcast department in like 2014. <clears throat> yeah, for how long he was here? Like at least six months, right? At least. And then he got the, then he got that job at the Chive, and we always liked Edward. And then we're like, oh, it's a good chance for you to come back and work for us. And he did, but for some reason, the fucking audience latched onto this Chive moniker yeah, for this I'm, poor guy. I, yeah. I like the guy. I thought everything he, he was, was great. great. I love, he was yeah. a great employee. He just had another opportunity to come up, yeah. so he decided to move on. And everyone thought that we fired him because of <laughs> one joke he made on Twitter no, that no, th- was I, a I, terrible joke. I thought, uh, for the most part, his stuff was really funny. And I, like, yeah. and I, I feel kind of bad because like I would sometimes interact with his social posts with like you know a face palm or like yeah. why or like kind of making fun of him. But I thought that was like that's, that's part, part of the, the fun. fun of it. I, yeah. I we really liked his sense of humor. Yeah. Um, we all thought that he did great work. Yeah. But yeah, well, it was okay. The uh, <laughs> the uh, to me it was like the the, the criticism they got of that his uh, the posts thing? were. Uh, hey, hey, fellow kids! It's like the, he's like fourteen. How old yeah. is he? He's young. Five. I, I yeah. think he's even younger. I think he's like. M- he's just out of college. Twenty fifteen, I think, from college. Yeah, you know? yeah. So he is a fellow kid. Though this does remind me, and I don't think I have the tweet saved, um, but I had a, I had a, a thing that happened today. It's a political thing, a little bit. Uh, Emma Gonzalez, who is the kind of the uh, poster person for the. Uh, March for Your Life, for Mm -hmm. the gun control movement at the moment. Um, She took a photo where she ripped up a shooting target. Mm -hmm. And it's been now photoshopped to look like she's ripping up a copy of the Constitution. (sighs) And people have called this out as fake, that she's not, and it's gone viral, of course. And then it's like, it's been called out that it's fake. And I thought, I'm going to indulge this. I'm going to look like outside of my bubble for other things. And uh, I was looking at comments about it, and it was people who who were being told this is fake, and they were like, the response was something I'm paraphrasing here was like, yes, I know this is fake, but the message is real. And that's why we need to meme this as much as possible. It's like, so we literally live in like the post information age. Right, right. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Like she, that, even if you thought that was real, there's no reason she would be tearing up the Constitution. That's not what they're trying to do. Right. Yeah. yeah well, it's like, uh, well, you know, you could say somebody made the argument that I thought was an interesting one that they are trying to change the Second Amendment. You know what I mean? So there is. A modification uh, of the, the amendment that modified the original constitution. <laughs> right, is that how saying, that worked? I'm <laughs> curious. I want to know what that process. You can't is. change an amendment. Guys. The word amendment. Right. The word amendment makes me think. think this may have come later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it may have been a change to the original document. Right. It may have been the original way. document wasn't complete, so it had to be changed and updated because times changed. So, way in the in the constitution. Like the Bill of Rights are the the first ten amendments that were made to the Constitution, and they were made very rapidly after the ratification of the Constitution itself. So, what are the rights that are reserved in the actual core document? Is it just the system of government? I should know this. I mean, I know like the preamble of the Constitution. Yeah, the Bill Bill of Rights came out thirteen years later. Thirteen years? Yeah, it was wow. seventeen eighty nine. It wasn't ratified until seventeen ninety one. Seventeen ninety one, meaning the Bill of Rights was not. That's 12 years. Correct. Yeah, so it was created 1789. No, two years. And then ratified 1791. The Bill of Rights. Oh. And they were all doing yeah. one. There's a block of them, right? <laughs> right. It was all of the first 10. First 10. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are then those are like the rights that we as Americans, 
I think really hold dear. It's why we always fight about the Second Amendment, and right. the First Amendment, and those things. Uh, but um, I thought it was really interesting to see the reaction of also of Americans to something that's going on over in uh, the UK right now, or in Scotland, I believe specifically. Where remember that guy we talked about who trained his pug to be a Nazi? Oh right, and it would get excited about stuff, and now what? he's so going he, to prison. I, I he, he, he trained the pug to give like a Heil salute. When you would say certain or things. Or as other yeah. people say, he, he, a doggy high five. A doggy high five. And he's going but to prison? It was the context to... of what he would say to trigger oh the action by the dog that uh, I think I'm caused problems. so confused as to the actions of certain people in the world. Wow. So his whole approach was his girlfriend always talks about how nice the dog is. Yeah. And he can't stand the dog. So that what's the meanest thing I can turn this dog into? And I figured I'd turn it into a Nazi. A Nazi so he did yeah. it as a joke? Yeah, he did it as a joke on his girlfriend. That's the premise of the video that he put out. And he does say that at the top of the video. Yeah. But then he says very, like, very reactionary, you know, hate speech in it. And that's what he was convicted of was, was hate speech. Wow. Which is, in other places, you can be convicted of saying things that are... How... What was his sentence? I don't, I don't actually know what the sentence was. I think he's going to try to appeal it. Yeah. Um, but I know it was it was potentially a prison sentence. Sentence, but wow. he was convicted. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the specifics about what he was sentenced to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm guilty of hate crimes. What's what country was that? I believe it was Scotland, right? Wow. It was somewhere in the UK. I believe you're right. I think it was Scotland. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if someone in the U.S. put out a video like that. Probably nothing. Have you I been to YouTube.com? I mean, PewDiePie's in the UK. He's in London, I believe, where he's based. And, you know, he's... He's in London? But this is this is a little different. He the, This guy with the, the pug was, like, actually saying stuff that I, I would also classify as hate speech. Gotcha. Like, what he would do is... No offense, Barbara. Uh, he would train the dog to get excited when he would say certain phrases to the do dog. And About we, Jews? I mean, one of the phrases was, gas the Jews. Oh, And, like, gotcha. he would say a bunch of things, and he'd go, he'd go like, uh, you want some food? You know, you want to go in the uh, the kitchen? Gas the Jews, and the pug would like perk up like that. So he he had taught the dog <laughs> to get excited about that. He, yeah. will, he will be sentenced uh, on April twenty third and faces up to six months in prison for six the offense. Months. Okay, six months in prison. Still though, half a year for that for a, something a, you didn't intend to be a dumb joke. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe a joke in bad taste. Bad taste, yeah. but, but um, even as someone who should be very offended by this, I could still see that it was in jest. And, uh, yeah, that seems like a little extreme for that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, six months. Wow. That's a, that's, that's a long time for, like you said, what essentially boils down to a joke made in poor taste. Like, yeah. I don't know anything else about the guy. I don't know if he has a history of saying anything like that, but I feel like that would have come out. Yeah. yeah. But at least he knows that that's the worst thing the dog could be, at least. Like, yeah, implicitly, he knows it's horrible. Yeah, it's, yeah the premise is he's going to turn the dog into something horrible. Yeah. This dopey little pug. You know, and you know, pugs make it excited. Their eyes <laughs> bug out and everything. Yeah. So it's it's pretty ridiculous. I love pugs. Do you? Oh yeah. I love all dogs. How come you don't have a dog? We should get a dog. I live in an apartment. I, I yeah. feel like it'd be hard. I don't really have a yard. You travel. And I travel. A I lot. think it's almost unfair. You know, sometimes you know, uh, pet owners. Uh, hey, let me ask you this, Becca. Mm -hmm. So you got like three dogs, right? You have two. Kid, soon to be kids, mm -hmm. and you have dogs. Yep. Were you a person who considered your dogs to be your children? Oh, yes. And do you consider, still, after having a child, do you still consider your dogs to be your children? 
Oh, Pretty much. Question. Really? Yeah. So you maintain that? So yeah. you have three kids right now? <laughs> like, the dogs are way more work than the kid. <laughs> I mean, but you can, leave, you can, like, leave the dogs alone. Like, you leave a, you leave your kid alone, that's, like, well, kind Clem's of yeah. fine. She can take care of herself. How old is Clem now? She's uh, almost three and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. She's so old. We went to a breakfast with Gavin and Meg and Maddie yesterday. We went and got a full English breakfast. Oh, down at the English cafe? Yeah. Yeah. And so on the way there, Clem was asking to see pictures of who we were going to go hang out with. (laughs) And I showed her Gavin. She was all, he has a lot of hair. He has a lot of hair. He does. Seems like there's a few people in our... uh, uh, company that have grown these massive beards like Blaine has Blaine one has one now too and yeah. then Gavin has a massive beard they both I didn't realize it until they both did that that was it meme or oh, it was like 2012 yeah. versus 2018 yeah. yeah and then they both look like holy cow these yeah. huge, grew enormous did you see Maddie's beards. Beard? Dude, her beard? No, right. her 2012 versus 2018. 2012 versus 2018. Michael didn't believe it was I her. Seen he confronted it. her about it. it. It's insane. Looks like a different person. Her eyebrows are like. An inch wide, because <laughs> also Maddie she the was, intern. She's yeah, also fifteen. At the she time. has like very glamorous eyebrows now. It's it's a very yeah. dramatic change. But well, Barb, if I may, it, uh, it, you may. Have you seen uh, a cut of the Rooster Teeth documentary, the 15th anniversary doc? I have. There's a shot of Barbara in there that I love because it's in your awkward age and you look nothing like you do today. Yeah. You can kind of see the person in there a little bit. You know, the person you're going to become. But yeah, you glue up. <laughs> you gotta search real hard in that one. You no. know, someone's gonna edit that motion with your earlier conversation with, about the waxing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, the second you know. I did that, I was like, I know where this <laughs> You know that's coming. Yeah. No, the uh, the documentary is looking really good. It made me really emotional too. Yeah, it's you know, I, want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm actually I'm actually a little worried in one regard in particular, and so I want to want to kind of precede this before people see it, which is 15 years is a lot to put in just one. Oh, so much sit through of a documentary so the problem is i'm sure there's going to be people at the company who feel like they should have been featured more and i agree with that mm-hmm. we should have made a, we, a documentary that features everyone unfortunately that documentary documentary would be about 15 years long right in order to cover everybody who's been influential at Richard. yeah i mean there were even how can i describe there were even spaces that we've been in that were cut yeah yeah like there were like it, it, it really yeah i mean just just there's so much to wrap your head around there's like a lot of i think very important things that were left out. And it's like, but I can understand, like, it's a very, you have a very limited amount of time to try to get all this information yeah. out there. Yeah. Is it our usual, like, 45-minute documentary? It's about an hour. It's like an time. hour and five minutes, maybe, or no, something. No, I think it's going to be four minutes a year. Is it? Eight minutes a year. I guess that. <laughs> it could be. It could get up. It's still in progress. <clears throat> it, it is, but, I mean, I turned in a bunch of footage, and we talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and Gus, I know you turned in a bunch of footage as well. So there's stuff that people have never seen before. Like, I had to go back to tapes. To get some of that stuff. Wow. Is there is the photo of when I first met you guys at RBBTO where I got my arm signed by you? I don't know if in that's in there. I turned that into them. Okay. I don't yeah. know if they used it. Yeah. But I, still I, remember I don't that remember photo. seeing that. And I remember getting you guys to autograph my arm and I'm going, I'm never washing this arm again. Kimmy's in church. Yeah, we can talk about RBBTO and that being the origins for RTX. Yeah. You know, the inspiration for Becca it. Becca came, I think it was the second year. It was 2007. Seven. Okay, so the third, third year. Yeah. That's when I got kicked out of the bar. Yeah. You weren't yeah. even 19. That's nope. crazy. I was 18, I think. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that bar. Yeah. The courtyard the whole time. Yeah. The, uh, uh, I remember the convention. Gus, were you at the convention? Or was it me and Jeff that we went to with Becca and Nathan? No, I was not at that one. It was one. in Florida. Yeah, it and was we Jeff. convinced Becca that she had to sleep in the booth at night. <laughs> That's like my <laughs> favorite. <laughs> that was at Megacon, I believe. Yeah, in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, I got the God. flu. 
Yeah, and she was Adding ready. She insult was, to injury. She was gonna roll with it. She was, you know, <laughs> the, Nathan was the guy who sold it to. Of course. Because Jeff and I were like, no, no, every we usually pick someone, but and it's usually the newer person who has to sleep in the booth. But we feel weird about it because you're a girl, you know, <laughs> trying to make her like be like, fuck you, I'll do it. Yeah. And Nathan was like, and she, and she she looked at Nathan. And Nathan goes, it's kind of weird, but it's a normal thing. You don't expect it from him. You don't expect it from Nathan ever to say anything. And yeah, I was like, trying like, so hard to be a trooper. It was my first convention. I didn't want to be high maintenance or anything. I'm like, okay. I'll do, <laughs> <laughs> do they have any blankets here? <laughs> Just use the merchandise. Oh, I wish I'd been there for that. Can we talk about video games for a second? Sure. Go ahead. You playing Sea of Thieves, Gus? I played. I played my share of Sea of Thieves. You was it? What is your share? Is it like everyone else? Where it's like three to four hours, and it's. Uh, I watched I played, Trevor play Sea of Thieves. Did you? For how long? Uh, probably about an hour. It's fun, right? It's fun I to did, watch. It's it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it gets to a point where what else could you do? I don't know. Comedy complaint. Yeah, they, I think you start looking for other humans to fuck with. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, in terms of your trolling game. I feel like I should clarify. I did get a code sent to me from Microsoft, so just want to. Oh yeah, so did put I. that out there. So so I. People, hashtag people ad. Know. I bought the sweet <laughs> controller on my own though. Not a hashtag ad. Hmm? It's not an ad. Not an ad. Hashtag no, they didn't. They didn't pay sponsored. for us to talk about it. They just gave us the code. Hashtag full disclosure. Yeah. Hashtag hashtag. hashtag, hashtag full RT disclosure. Podcast. I'm a pirate. Uh, I think I think it's fun. Uh, I think the people honor, complain about it more than it deserves. I think there's people who don't get it and who sit on the outside and complain and there's people who really get swallowed by it. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Play it. I'm fucking one of those people. You're fucking, you're fucking, fucking one, one of those people. people. Maybe you're one of those fucking people. I am a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I even like playing two people on the smaller ship. What's that? I even like playing two people on the See, smaller ship. See, I'm the same ship. way. I even like playing single player. I'm fine with that. Single player is tough. Single player is great. You just find a gunpowder barrel and you're just fucking with people. You just like put it in the put it in the front of their ship at the bottom and then just blow the thing up. Have they fixed a lot of the glitching? And uh, errors that uh, yeah, like a lot. It's an online game, yeah, and it has to be online. You can't play like offline. So anything that's an online only game is always going to have those issues when you first. Because first few days were rough. It was they the I think it was the first day it came out, and I was watching Trevor play it. And every time he would like give a chest to the guy and collect the money, the money would disappear instantly. Oh, oh yeah, there was also a bug where like your money wouldn't show up until you quit and then relaunch the game. Oh. That's probably what he was dealing with. Right, that and it just looks like you turn the chest, he goes kachunk, and, and then, then it's nothing. gone. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what happened? And then you come back later and you have it. Okay. I don't feel like I've lost any money or levels. No, I don't that. think I did either. Yeah. But we I, I have to say it's I, I said this on Glitch, please. I like the game a lot. I really, really, really like the game. And I I will defend the game. At the same time, I completely understand everyone's criticism of it and I agree with them. But those criticisms don't seem yeah. to affect but me. I feel like there's I some, still love it. There's some games where that's the case, right? Like you could say the same thing about PUBG. It's one map, and you do the same thing every time over and over. Right. You but I've played hundreds of hours of that game. It might be one of the games I've played the most in my life. Right, and I would never hear anyone say about PUBG, well, you see all the content in the first three hours. I mean, you literally see all the content the first time you play the game. Right, Unless, well, you know, you see 15 you might, minutes of the content You might the first find time a different weapon or something like that, or, you know, come across different stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's, it's not the same. It's like, for some reason, people with Sea of Thieves in particular... I guess they don't like the sailing part. I, I, I think, think it's about that gameplay loop, right? It's about whatever the 15 or 20 minutes that you engage in. Right. If you enjoy that and you enjoy repeating it, then you don't mind that you're seeing the same content and over I and over. And I absolutely like As long it. as that loop is okay, you can keep doing it over and over. Then that's what PUBG does. It's a 30-minute loop, mm-hmm. ideally. And as long as you're having fun in that 30-minute loop over and over, you keep doing it. But I do understand people's criticism. I, want, I, I actually like that people are making the criticisms because I like the game the way it is. But I know the criticisms are, criticisms are going to force them to put more content in this game yeah. and add more things very, very quickly, hopefully. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, just follow the fucking Fortnite model, man. Make a battle royale with like pirate tw- battle royale. Twenty ships. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and then you're done. And then also update skins like once a day. Apparently, Fortnite just has people just making skins all the time. Something I love about that game, and especially watching someone else play it, I love the sounds that like pirate movies and games have, like the creaking of the ship yeah. and oh, the water. Yeah. Like I love those. Like that's ASMR for me. Loading the cannon, chunk like, I just love that. All that stuff. Yeah, it's really. I I think that like one thing I can say uh, defend that game with is they got the basics of it like down pat. In fact, uh, Gus on Glitch, please. We looked at. I brought up the. Announcement trailer from E3 2015. The game looks the same. It hmm. looks the exact same as it did in 2015, three years ago. It's not one of those bait and switch moves. No, but it's like, what were the last three years spent doing? Is <laughs> what, that's what it makes me wonder. Perfecting mm. the sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. getting those sounds exactly Defoli. right. Yeah, and like the combat with the skeletons is like okay, but raids are tremendous amount I, of fun. I don't remember the reveal in 2015. Is it possible that that was just like an animation sequence, and then that that was like their their goal, like they and they built to that spec. The game yet. But this game is kind of like it's hard to tell the difference between the animation and the actual gameplay. Right. Like if it is animation, then there's there's like action shots of two ships fighting each other, and the ship models actually, yeah, do look a little different than what they ended up with in the final game. Although maybe they've got a ship model in their back pocket. I don't think so. People think that my kids actually made the argument that Rare is sitting on a couple things that they didn't put out at release so that they could put something out a week later. Uh, I don't think that's the case. Mm. I think they put everything out there on the table, and it might be like six months before we see something new. Hope I'm pleasantly surprised that that's not the case, but we'll see. But I haven't played Far Cry 5, which is the other game I want to talk about. I have, you, have you played it? No, I want to play that, and I want to play A Way Out. But how, what do you think so far about Far Cry I want to play 5? A Way Out, too, but I wanted to play... I look forward... I, I, I think Far Cry might be the franchise that I like the most and talk the least about. I got into that series late. It wasn't until 3 that I really started playing I'd it. I'd say 3 for me as well. The yeah. boss one, right? Yeah, it was so good. Because that's a, that's a franchise where the villain matters way more than the protagonist does. Mm-hmm. Like, the charismatic villains they have. And I didn't like Pagan Min yeah. from 4, but I did like Far Cry Primal. Which was a weird game. I skipped Primal. I didn't end up playing that one. They basically just reskinned Far Cry Four. Hmm. They you had the exact same map, just skinned it in a more like primitive landscape, and then changed the weapons and characters. Yeah, and I've seen that. that like overlay of the map showing how it's like the same thing, but just different. There are weird moments if you played Far Cry Four and then played Primal. There's weird moments you're like deja vu almost. You're like, I've been here before, but you're not. You've been here later. Later. In yeah. The future, yeah. It's weird, but I gotta say, I'm about two hours in to Far Cry Five. It's Fucking amazing. It's really amazing. Like, I liked Voss as a villain in three because I could kind of identify with Voss, this like Central American dude who's like sick of American tourists and everything. But I couldn't at all identify with like pagan men. Mm-hmm. That really didn't leave an impression on me. This Joseph Seed, the villain in five, they went back and now they're making a villain in America. Uh, and the way that they went about it is I, I completely believe that this guy could exist. I really believe it. There's some ridiculous stuff like him taking over a lot of land and, you know, the whole county and everything. Mm-hmm. But this character in this this church that you go into is I 100% believe it. It locked me in completely. I don't want to oversell it because it's coming out. Uh, and I just got to experience it. Like tomorrow. comes out tonight. Yeah, right? T- yeah. yeah, tonight or tomorrow. And uh, But, man, I'm really loving Far Cry 5. I want to play that. I wish they'd send me a code. <laughs> oh boy! I don't have a code either. I'm, play, I'm playing Ashley's code to, <laughs> to do it. She wanted to get my opinion of it because I'd played it before. Yeah. But I will say this: I really love Far Cry Five. I do have a feeling that this is a fantastic game, and I will play it until it's done. And I think that Sea of Thieves is a really, really good game, and I think I'll play that like at least once a week 
just for the next it. couple years. Yeah. Just like loading up because they want that experience of sailing around and everything. I just it's love it. It's a beautiful looking game too. Yeah, it's fun just to look at. I just like the sailing part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it was like my favorite thing about. Assassin's Creed Black yeah. Flag, same same thing. Where it's yep. like I just want to get on the water and sail a boat around. I don't think I ever fast traveled in Black Flag just because I enjoyed the seafaring so much. Um, it's the same kind of thing. I also don't think people have gone all the way through all the content. They think they've seen everything, but they haven't. Mm. Like on a raid, did you know there's like all the different kinds of skeletons there are? No, I don't. No. Okay. Like there's metal skeletons, and you have to hit them with a bucket of water in order to fight them. Do there's they rust? There's yeah. There's ghost. <laughs> oh, okay. There's ghost <laughs> skeletons, <laughs> and you have somebody has to hold up a lantern. So that other people can attack them. Mm. There's like there's stuff like that that oh. I don't think many people have seen. Tons of content. Well, not tons. <laughs> <laughs> They're all still skeletons. There's two more content. skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I do think there's some stuff in that game that people haven't discovered. We ran into a kraken yesterday, and yeah, it was in hindsight not that big a deal, but it was really cool to yeah. like all of a sudden everything starts changing. And you're like, what's going on? And then our ship stops, and these fucking tentacles come out. <laughs> they reach down on the deck and they grab one of our dudes, and it was just like it's really fun. I don't know. I have a good time. I might be biased because I play with my kids though too. Yeah, have a good time. They yeah. still have that childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta play with old assholes. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> I gotta play with old assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'll Thank you. Uh, I when, this episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron sends you fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team, all delivered right to your door. Uh, I've used Blue Apron a lot. You've heard me talk about it. And one of my favorite things is that all the recipes can be cooked in under 45 minutes, which is just half of one Rooster Teeth podcast. Think about that. Uh, imagine the productivity you could achieve by combining the two. Uh, like our show, the menu changes every week based on what's in season. Oh, that's good. Uh, Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week, and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedule. Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. When you cook with Blue Apron, you're not just having burgers for dinner, you're making short rib burgers with a hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun. Blue Apron is treating Rooster Teeth listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. So check out this week's menu, get your $30 off blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Thank you, Blue Apron, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast. So... Did you see there was, uh, you know, Facebook has been getting a lot of shit lately over this, like, Cambridge Analytica thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I saw something else a couple days ago that was really disturbing to me. I was on Ars Technica. They had an article that, that someone, someone real, let me finish the story, asshole. Um, <laughs> they had an article that some, someone realized that on Android for the past several years, the Facebook app has been scraping people's SMS messages and phone calls. It's fucking awful. And if you go SMS like, messages is that should be criminal, right? If you like, I guess they were utilizing this loophole where like it was no longer allowed in current versions of Android, but they were signing with an older version, which <laughs> still allowed that kind of access. Yeah. Um, and if you go to like your Facebook account, you click on like settings, you can download all the data Facebook has on you. And someone did that who was an Android user and saw like a list of phone calls they'd made, who they were calling, the duration of those calls, and Jesus SMS Christ. messages that they were exchanging. And it's crazy. So if you are an Android Facebook user, I highly recommend you look up this Ars Technica article. Hopefully we'll put it in the link dump. And it tells you how you can download your own data and look. Like, I don't use Facebook very much at all. So I was like, I'm going to download my data and see what's in there. It was 500 megs of shit. Holy wow. shit. I was like, how the fuck do they have 500 megs they're of data? Just, they just collect it off your phone or right. something like that? I mean, it's not like, like uh, it was never a problem on iPhone. Okay. Uh, but still, it's just like all, like every, just like to see all of that information. It's like, that's crazy that... They have that much information yeah. about me. I can't think about it because I'm too far gone and it just stresses me out. Yeah. I mean, I, it's there. I've made my mistakes <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> we'll maybe be more paranoid. But also, 
Yeah, there's only so much. Honestly, if you don't realize that Facebook is collecting and monetizing your data, then you just don't understand what Facebook is, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, did, did, it, is this surprising? Well, that's a whole other level. I mean, phone calls and SMS messages. Wasn't there, a, like, wasn't there a couple that did a test where? Yeah, that was uh, that was very. I don't disputed. know if it's, okay. Uh, was it? It, yes. it was you like they would the... have conversations with their phone nearby about things that like weren't actually in their life. Like they would talk about babies, even mm -hmm. though like it was dog food was in particular. Or dog food. Right. Dog food. Yeah. Um, and then they would never do any Google search for it or or text about it or do anything on their phone about dog food. They would only have conversations about it. And then Facebook started showing them advertisements for dog food. I don't know if it's true or not. I, I started. Seeing some counter arguments to that okay. story, claiming that that was most likely not true, but who knows? It's still one of those creepy things of, you know, people always listening. When you find a, a random phone in your office, then you worry about what it's <laughs> oh, listening to. It's all full circle. Right. Because Facebook back. put that phone there. So did you find whose phone it was? I did. Okay. Eventually, like, I, what, my, the, what I did, the course of action I took was, I was like, I'm just going to walk through the Achievement Hunter offices with it and be like, is this anybody's phone? And it was somebody in the support office. Okay. No, okay. So they just, they were in your office? Oh. They were in my office. I what probably would have reported it to, like, office manager. That's what I thought about yeah. also. We're sending, like, uh, a message to everybody at the company, like, hey, somebody yeah. lost a phone. It's right here. Did you hack that shit? <laughs> I yeah, I hacked it. I would imagine it would be a team hunter because don't they use your room for? They do come in sometimes. Some stuff. So that's why I was like, I'll, I'll start there, and if it's if it's nobody in that room, then I'll let John make sure. They go about in there it. to make out. <laughs> that's what they use Gus's office. That's what I need your code for. <laughs> they had Gus a, has the make out room. The make out room. <laughs> I got all those couches. It was too loud everywhere else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did a live stream in my office the other day. Did for... you see the kerfuffle over uh, privacy of iPhones came up again because of the Austin bomber? No, I haven't. No. I've not I heard this come back up. Talked about this last week on the post show. He had not yet he hadn't been, been caught, caught yet. and then killed himself. He was yeah. caught like a day or two later. Was it, was it was on yeah. Wednesday morning? Really yeah. early? It was Wednesday yeah. morning, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, he, so he had apparently this <laughs> video, which was kind of like a manifesto confession. slash confession. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the police have viewed it, and I don't think they're going to release it, which hopefully they don't. Uh, they just keep it because who cares, you mm -hmm. know, what this guy has to say. But uh, the, the people were wondering how did they get into his phone, you know? And there was the San Bernardino shooter that that was the big deal of trying to get into that person's phone. Right. And they, I think they realized after the fact, like, that might be a landmark uh, investigation because they realize now they could just use the – you know, if the suspect is dead, they can still just use their finger to unlock their phone at that point in time. Right. But once they well. get them separated from one another, then they've got this thing that they can't, you know, it's, I guess, civil rights thing where they can't unlock it, you know. Um, Damn. So, well, so it's, it's interesting because your phone has so much information about you on it. Like you say 500 megs of data are being captured by Facebook about you guys. I don't think I have 500 megabytes of data on myself. Mm -hmm. I really, I, I mean, what would I have? I guess video clips and stuff like that. But it's just like that's a shitload of data, you know. There's a there's a device now. It, 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 I'm glad you brought this up. There's a device that law enforcement can purchase called Gray Key that can crack any iPhone password. It's still unclear as to how it works. Hence the word gray. It's like a box. <laughs> it's a weird. That's a weird title to have for a law enforcement tool. If I remember right, it's a box with two lightning cables that come out of it, and they plug the <clears> one <throat> they want to crack into one, and then an empty phone into the other, and it sits there. And it somehow bypasses the timeout when you get the passcode wrong. Mm -hmm. And then once it eventually guesses the passcode, it dumps the original phone to an unlocked phone uh, that's also plugged into the device. Um, the, the, the current thought is that if you use a four 
digit password, which is like the old default on the iPhone, that I can crack it like in, I, I don't remember, like nine hours or something. Like it's pretty fast. If you use a six digit passcode, a six digit numeric passcode, which is the current default, mm -hmm. then it takes it a couple days, like three days to figure it out. But if you use an alphanumeric password, it takes an, a crazy long amount of time. What phones have alphanumeric? You can Any set alphanumeric on your oh. phone. Can you? On, on an iPhone, iPhone? you can. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I have switched to password. alphanumeric passwords now on oh. my phone. Because cool. you don't want people hacking in? Fuck that, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Because if that exists, then there's got to be other devices as well that are out there. So it's like, how, you know, how would you then be paranoid about leaving your phone in a hotel room or somewhere unattended for a little while so someone can grab it and plug in a device like that to it? All I got to do, uh, listen, I'm just getting your phone. I'm finding a dope who's got a face like you, and then I can get into your phone. That's what I'm doing. A dope. Although there's not many people that look like Gus. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little unique. It's very unique According to Twitter, there's a billion dudes who look exactly like me because all they do is send me fucking photos <laughs> of random dudes at Burger King that look just <laughs> like me. And I look at them like, I don't look anything like this guy. I I, I always get that. I'm so, it's so frustrating. <laughs> with, with me, it's like, oh, someone found a, a, a foreign looking, a vague looking foreign person and they're sending it to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, it's. Kim Jong-un's brother who got killed, or it's some chef from India, or some random Chinese guy they found. Yeah, and they say, look, it looks just like so you, guys. No, that doesn't look anything like me. What it, it, I'm fascinated by it because I can see there's like one trait in particular on this person, like mouth or eyes, that looks similar, and it just shows like what that person uses for facial recognition. And it also makes it very clear to me that people now are worse at facial recognition than computers are. And they used to be a big, like, stopgap for machines. They couldn't do facial recognition. That was something that humans were way better at. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Humans humans are way worse than machines now. Do you ever get someone who's like, this person really looks like you, and you look at the picture, and it's someone who's, like, very ugly? And I want to find a photo of an ugly person and send it to the actor. Hey, this looks like you. <laughs> it's like a fucking horse with its teeth hanging Wait, out. It looks like, like you, that. But, but bigger. <laughs> like, uh... And it might be the Uncanny Valley Thanks. thing when someone says, this looks just like you. It's like, that looks nothing like me. That person is horrifying. Yeah, you know? then it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Do I look horrifying? <laughs> or it's just like, you know, you see your own face so much, so something that's kind of close to it looks more revolting to you. Like, it's yeah. just one step off, you know? Like a CG face that doesn't quite look human, and it seems more, you know, I, I still know, get that disgusting. Uh, pretty Lady Grapes woman. You ever seen this? Mm-mm. There's a, there's a brand called, I think it's oh, Pretty Lady seen, Grapes. Yeah. And it's at the point, like, usually when oh, people I've send me that. stuff, I'm like, ah, right, she's just blonde. But this one, I'm like, does someone working at Pretty Lady Grapes know me and maybe like used my likeness for the, for the logo? Yeah, when you see one that somebody sends that looks that actually does yeah. look like you, there it, is. it does That's freak you lady, out a little bit, right? Pretty Lady Grapes. Where are the pretty ribbon, pretty lady girl <laughs> 05 five grapes? <laughs> no, the creepiest one. I don't think we'll be able to find it online. Uh, but somebody sent it to us, and then at uh, RTX or maybe it was PAX Australia. When I was there, they brought me the actual oh, page from the magazine. Yeah. And it was a photo that somebody said of saying, hey, look at this model. It looks like a cross between Ashley and Barbara. And we all looked at it and we're like, that looks like a fucking cross between Ashley and Barbara. But so we, insanely perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really weird because it was like when you looked at it and you tried to see Ashley, you could see Ashley in the photo. And when you looked at it and tried to see Barbara, you could see Barbara in the photo. It was really bizarre. Hmm. I think we must have talked about this, right? Before I don't know if we did. Yeah. I don't know if we showed it. I'm seeing if I could find it. We'll, we'll send it to the control booth and see if people agree with that. I'm sure someone will tweet about it too. Yeah. Also, I'm in the uh, chat on the SVOD. I'm abandoning Twitter uh, now that we have chat on the uh, beta site. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I feel like we should let everyone know yeah. that Rookie has a brand new video Woo. website. Uh, it's got a better video player. Uh, one of the things it does is it saves your spot in a video and has dramatically reduced freezing. Uh, you can chat live like Bernie talked about with friends and staff. Uh, it's a, currently it's in public beta at svod.roosteeth.com. 
Um, marketing came up with a hashtag for it. Hashtag it works. There it is. It's on the screen. Use the hashtag RT podcast for now. Um, <laughs> hashtag it works. Uh, they've got a uh, new mobile iPhone and Android us. apps are coming out soon. All happens on March 30th. So check it out. Jump in there for now. Test it out. I think once the same uh, day as the Let's Play. Uh, yeah. So I think spring break. starting next week, once it's live and publicly available for everyone, and we've switched to it, I think we will probably abandon Twitter and uh, move the conversation to chat. I'm already there. On I'm, our not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not checking the hashtag. I'm on watching Twitter. you live on my phone Man, and in person. It's very surreal. A little, Hello. little delay. A little not bit delayed. So I'll, I'll check Twitter for now. This is your final warning, Twitter. Move it over to I'm out. I'm done. I'm starting, like starting next week. What's the Kardashian chicken Snapchat? Who's the one, young the one? The Kardashian what? chicken Snapchat. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. Kylie. Kylie. What's your name? I don't Kylie. know any of these people. There's the most followed you, person on Snapchat. Or trying whatever. to say. Yeah. My. I'm out. She's like I'm done with Snapchat. Oh, I thought they were here. Like, was it chicken? Snapchat. Kylie Snap, <laughs> said chicken. Snapchat's so fucking dead. <laughs> so I nice. get less than oh. half. The engagement that I used to get, dude. I made this open. comment like three months ago, and I got blasted. Yeah, I think about that a lot. I was on that with you. And people were like, "You just don't understand." It's, it's, it's I'm on new, Snapchat all day with my friends. I'm like, "No, no it's dropping." That new like, update fucked them, and they're oh like God. doubling that. They're refusing to say that they'll go back or change that's, it. It's terrible. It's tough. It's because Instagram has pretty much everything Snapchat used, Which plus does, Instagram features. Plus, so. I have a much larger. Following on Instagram. Do you know I, I what you're using, following on Snapchat? Is? Snapchat, you don't even yeah, you, you can't can even see. see that stuff. You can, you like, see, you can see your opens and you stuff. Can see opens, but that doesn't like, really. Or you can see, but that's your engagement. You. I mean, that's really what's most important. Yeah, I guess. Uh, like I was using Snapchat because I didn't want to. I didn't want to use Instagram. Mm -hmm. And now it's like fuck. Well, I chose wrong. I got a fucking. Go I found out that Gus has an Instagram account. Yeah. Didn't say anything about it, and I followed you on Instagram. He has some nice photos up there. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Your your travel photos are very nice. I need to post there more. I'm still fucking stuck on Gut, Snapchat. I know. I Jeff know. has some very nice photos on his Instagram too. I'm, I'm gonna hit a year on my Instagram account in like a couple weeks, and then I'm. I'm I think no, I'm you're you're, you're gonna keep using it. Aged out. I know. I, I think I use it more on a uh, on a viewer basis. Like I use my account to like just see what my friends are up to. Although I have to say that Instagram is the one application that I when I load it up, I get pictures of my friends' butts. And it's usually like I'm on a, I'm on an airplane <laughs> oh, yeah. and I'm just like oh 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 scrolling, but it's like I can't scroll fast I'm enough at to the get point where I'm like close to unfollowing some people who post a lot of butts. Yeah, I'm like I just can't look at your. Where stuff can people ever. go to find these butts? Yeah, Instagram.com. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's, slash it, B Dunkelman. You don't realize until you're like in a public setting, like an airplane. It's like oh, some of my friends post. Yeah, no, it's for work. It's for work. Yeah, it's exactly work. right. Yeah. I know this. Like person. I know this person. Yeah, which is a weird thing <laughs> to say. They're my friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like what was it? I recently like I liked one of Jessica Negri's. Uh, like one of her sexy photos, uh -huh. yeah. And then someone reached out to me, like, "Hey, you just so you know, people can see publicly see <laughs> the stuff you like." I was like, like "Yeah, what? I know that. I know her." Like, <laughs> like yeah. don't don't tell me how Twitter works. I tend I tend to like photos of my friends that are like I like the ones that I don't find that sexy. Does that make sense? Like, I find if it's like, oh, that's a really hot photo. I'm like, well, I shouldn't like that because it's a friend, that's a friend <laughs> like, of mine. Yeah, normally, normally I like the other hey, buddy, stuff. You don't like any of my photos. I like back, what are you I like back off a little bit. It's like, what oh, what types okay. of photos are recommended for you guys? Like, when oh, you go to search, question. what like what what do you skew toward? I also can't find that picture. I like how search? we abandoned Twitter like uh -huh. literally five minutes ago, and now we're on Instagram. <laughs> I never use. It's, it's funny. I never use the Twitter website. Oh, you mean on Instagram? On Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. Like when you hit search, like I've got like some like. My stuff is all uh, baby pigs, uh, hair videos, fashion posts. Where do I find this? If you go to the little, uh, little magnifying, magnifying glass. glass. Oh. I've got and comedians, music. 
I have a lot of cake is. decorating stuff. Mine is so, like, somebody power washing a car. Got some cosplay. <laughs> Picture Such of Amy dad. Sedaris and Sarah Jessica Parker. It's actually ASMR oddly fascinating. Have you seen the power washing video? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. I have a lot of ASMR There's a baby too. asleep in a toilet. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I probably have a lot of baby stuff too, right? Yeah, lots of baby stuff. Yeah, my stuff is a lot of hair stuff. I guess I look a, a lot of hair pictures on Instagram. I got a lot of cats. <laughs> I also get a lot of dogs with their tongues hanging out of their mouth. <laughs> I have a couple of fish in mind. I don't know what to think about that. Fish? <laughs> what? I guess maybe like travel stuff. You got some little it's dogs. A, it's a weird mix. I like how you have some eyebrow thing there. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, it's nose. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's, that, a, there's oh, no rhyme like, or reason. It's at nose. All. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't. Some weird low hanging dick there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of vine stuff too. Mm, I love vines. Like vine ish type content because I, I just love that stuff. I'm so sad that vine is gone. We should do. Rooster Teeth Vines again. There's no reason why we can't, right? Except for the yeah. fact that YouTube algorithm fucking oh, hates all the time. Oh, just put them on Instagram. Or have just you... put them on the Rooster site. That's have, what I'm thinking. Yeah, or just put a bunch seen... of yeah, them so that it's like 14 minutes long Rapid of just six fire. second videos. Exactly. Dude, those those like compilations of Vine videos have millions. tens and tens of millions it's of views. Guaranteed a That's laugh every six seconds. A, yeah. 140 Vines is what it would take. 140 Damn. Vines in six seconds each? Okay. Yeah, to fill up yeah. 14 Go. minutes. What? <laughs> 149 is hard. We used to script oh, ten, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bernie would come in with like five or six scripts for yeah. vines. And they're obviously like one page each. Right. Um, and then we would like have to go and get all the props we needed. Yep. And we would sit ourselves down in that room for like a couple hours. Because they didn't it, have the editing. They didn't version. have the editor. We had to get everything right in the phone before we saved it. That was a fucking nightmare. Nightmare. There nightmare. was a, the one that took, I think, the longest was the one with the gallon challenge, <laughs> where yeah. one of us was supposed to burp on command. That was me. <laughs> it just wasn't possible. And then you get a burp like within a second of when you're supposed to burp. Yeah. And it seems super easy because I can make yeah, myself you have to burp. Do that little initiation. Got to prep it. Yep. Yeah. I can't but, burp on command. But then every really? time I yeah. burped and got it right, then I would just start laughing. Start laughing. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> was take. furious with me. Furious. That's actually in the compilation. Oh yeah, yeah. I think in the bloopers at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> There's a subreddit called uh, YouTube Haikus. Have you ever seen it? Oh, that's my favorite. It's so good. What is it? <laughs> it's basically the new Vine, where it's like something horrible happening to someone in a very short period of time on a YouTube video. Yeah, I think it's like the haiku is five seconds, and then there's also like, uh, yeah, poetry or so. there's like multiple kinds where it's like each um, descriptor is a different length of time, and the haiku ones are I think like five seconds or something like yeah. that but they're always fucking hilarious i gotta check it out i've never even heard of it r slash youtube haiku haiku or haikus they're i think someone claimed both one okay. of them has is the obvious one yeah it good i'm looking but my internet's not working very I'm, good why not i'm watching oh, bernie chat on i am the i'm live chatting stream. Okay. so it, it looks like it's haiku okay I meant, I meant to say, am I back in the chat? But I wrote, am I still in vines? I don't know why. Just two things at once. I'm gonna stop doing that. Yeah, but I, uh, when we were doing the the the, we talked just about this with the Twitch stuff last week. But I don't get, I get distracted by the content and I forget about the chat for a while. But there's some people who just like they get locked into the chat yeah. and then they they don't watch the content. So it's like, it just goes to show. That I think that you know, really the chat part of it, the communication part of it, is still the most powerful thing. That's oh, what yeah. people want. I, yeah, it's, I think it also depends on if you're watching something new versus something old. Yeah. Like, uh, when we did that test stream the other week, that was all, like, previous content except for, like, a couple live streams. That Nomad was new. Nomad well, was new. Well, Nomad was, off, like, two hours old. Off Topic also was new. Yeah. Um, 
But that kind of stuff is more easy to engage with, like live streams. But mm -hmm. if like a new episode of Ruby comes out, I feel like the chat would be fairly quiet for not not quiet because people would still be reacting. I don't know. I feel like it'd be balanced a little better. They'd be like, "What? What? No. <laughs> cool. Oh my god." I would just make sure that. When are I they see it's already happening. I see. I see here in the chat on the SVOD, who is this? Echo Clo. Us forgetting about the podcast and just talking to each other here. <laughs> They are? Yeah. That's, oh. <laughs> it's already happening. Thanks, guys. Making friends. We're, you know, ta we're talking here. You can pay attention it to us It is Hi, hard to remember this, but you guys will remember this probably. There was a point in time when the community site on Rooster Teeth was such a big part of the draw for the website that there was this running joke of, oh, right, this, this, this website has a front page. Like when someone would post a piece of Rooster Teeth content in the forums, people would be like, get that out of here. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're not here for the videos. Or like, whatever. oh yeah, they still make content. Right, yeah. exactly. There was and there was like a, a pretty long period of time in there where that was the thing. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. probably like two thousand seven to two thousand ten ish. Yeah. Where there were people who were just there for the social media site and that yeah. was it. I journaled almost every day on our site for so long. Yeah. It's it's an embarrassing time capsule to go back in. Yeah, go but, back and look at it. Whew, yeah. Do do you feel like people don't do that as much now just because of all the social media that we do use? It's always short form. So people aren't as likely to just like talk. It could be. Form. And I also think it's a gratification thing where there aren't as many people interacting with what they've posted. Like if they posted the same thing on Twitter, they'd get a lot more responses. Yeah. Well, it, I, could, it could also be like an intimidation thing, like as far as the content, like people not, don't have the attention span or the desire to read something more long form. Yeah. I don't know. It's What about posting it though? Is what I mean, why? But it goes that goes back to gratification. I got you. Okay. Like there's less gratification because there's less engagement on it. I post on the Rooster site for my journal. I I post about primarily about video game stuff because I just don't do that on Twitter. Uh, if I'm doing anything video game related, uh, movie related as well, or just anything I want to have a discussion about. Yeah. And I don't do that on Twitter. Like I don't ask questions on Twitter. You know. Twitter, I guess, is more like statements. Or I just mm -hmm. make jokes on Twitter. Yeah. I just write like yeah. one line I, I like, jokes essentially. I like to entertain the uh, bots and Russian trolls on Twitter. That's my uh, my new favorite <laughs> thing these days. Um, I did want to mention if you're having trouble connecting to the SVOD chat right now, like I said, it is still in beta, hasn't launched, so. Please refresh it. Try to get in there. Break it. That way we know what's wrong and we can fix it. <laughs> exactly. Before it launches. So that everyone. our hashtag is actually going to be accurate. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, marketing. It <laughs> works. I didn't hey. come up with it. <laughs> Becca. <laughs> we were <laughs> passerbyers. Yeah, you two are the, the closest ones. You're going to get my ire <laughs> over it. That's okay. Um, I finished an interesting documentary miniseries on Netflix this weekend. You watched American Vandal. Wild Wild Country. Got it. Oh, it was close. Wild Wild Country? Mm -hmm. That's a sex one. It's about a sex cult, right? Kind of. I mean, it's about a cult that like has a lot of sex, but it's not really the Which core focus. Which one doesn't? Wild Wild Country is a sex cult documentary. You didn't know you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen it. I was it's, it's, it's produced by the Duplass Brothers, um, and it's got good music. And I didn't cool. know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I started watching it, because Mark Duplass was like tweeting about it, and he was like, watch it before it gets spoiled. Shit, okay. Um, well, don't say that. But either. it's really crazy. I mean, everyone I've talked to and asked about this that was conscious during the time that this was going on has zero recollection of it. It happened from like 81 to 85 was like the big heyday yeah, of it. I, I wouldn't even remember that. That's And it was in Oregon. Uh -huh. so, and this cult moved in. They bought this 80,000 acre ranch and moved all their followers over from India. They had a lot of Western followers. Yeah. And so um, they basically infiltrated the local government. Sounds like Far Cry Five. It just so and tried so to intimidate so the locals in this rural Oregon county to basically earn all the voting rights 
and it all fell apart. It's it's just it's really fascinating. How many? Uh, you're describing the setup for Far Cry Five, <laughs> as far as I understand yeah, it. You're pretty freaking close. Except for the moving from India part. But it was a big deal. Like they showed clips of Johnny Carson talking about it on his show. It was you know in the New York Times, and no one remembers it. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to watch it, but I'd be curious what made it all fall apart. It's always interesting. So the sex. So what's the sex cult part? Were they all were they all doing it? So it was um their their basic tenet was that they wanted to combine Eastern mis- mythicism mysticism mysticism um, with um with Boners. Western <laughs> like commerciality greed. So where does consumerism. the sex come in? And so they Bernie just wants the sex. It's a, the a, raw, a hard spiritual sex. cult that embraced consumerism and. Also had no stigmas around sex, at all. And like they just, a, I feel like they, they like kind of like shoehorned in that bit, like oh, we combine these two cultures, and also there's no stigma about sex. Yeah, they know sex. <laughs> and, and part part of their meditation ritual was sometimes you know just like boning, just me too, bursting into that spontaneously. That's how I relax. I'm going to be looking up real estate in Oregon as of tomorrow. <laughs> Eighty thousand well, acres available. This Start ranch is now like a, a youth. Christian summer camp. Oh, so the so, same thing. Same, yeah, they were like, <laughs> the locals were all, it's just as bad. <laughs> Anyone else <laughs> ever been to Young Life before? It is a Young Life! It's a Young Life! <laughs> it's a Young Life? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's, what's Young Life? I believe it's Baptist. Is uh, that I don't know. Correct? Don't me. It's like a youth organization. That. I grew up in Houston, which is a huge Baptist. You knew what it was. What is it? Well, I only knew it from the documentary. Oh. Yo, you didn't know that Young Life was a thing? Yeah, I grew up with yeah, a lot of a, kids who were like Young Life. It's like an abstinence heavy. V- listen, that, I want to be clear. Very noble organization, Young Life. It's all great. <laughs> I not I was never not been a member of young, young Life myself. Bernie yeah. never had a Young Life. Never he did. Was bo- he was born a forty-year-old man. <laughs> was born in a baseball cap, <laughs> who looks just like other dudes at Burger King. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> they said that. Um, oh God, we, go, not to go back to it, but I'm going to go back to it. They said that Austin Bomber was part of a sur- what, a survivalist group. For homeschool kids, that they said. Also, the photo they're circulating of this guy is totally different right. than the way he looked. Right. They said it's a non-violent group that's called Riot. Why the fuck would you call your group Riot? And it's they also righteous invasion of devices, truth. Right? right. Dangerous chemicals. Wasn't dangerous he chemicals. Wearing a wig when he dropped out the box. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. When he dropped off the he box of the, the FedEx. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Place he was wearing like a, a white. But the, like there, there was wig. an updated photo that has been released, but it's like it's not you the photo. With glasses, right, right? It's not the photo that's being widely circulated. Which is like this look like this high school kid. At like, I also don't care what this motherfucker looks picture. like. He could burn in hell. No, I mean I, I agree. He's a piece of shit. But it's like why do we dis- distribute this like photo that makes him look more innocent or? Oh, no idea. I, I have right. to assume that's all they had for a really long time. Right, but then like, the updated photo comes out. Yeah. But don't even put his fucking photo out. I mean, I I, I don't believe in the afterlife, but I hope hell exists and he's there. Me too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just sad to read about those uh, lives that are lost to this, like, just random act of violence. Um, I shouldn't say random, because it appears that he was targeting, at first at least, he was targeting minority families. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think in his confession, he said that wasn't the case. Yeah. Like something written in his phone. Did he do, I'm not racist, Can you imagine being... One of the recipients of the packages he mailed that were caught midway. Oh yeah, I, I mean, think about that. Oh, did yeah. they notify those people? Yeah, some people. One I think that like forward. a spa. Yeah, it was out. a spa in West Sixth. It was a. It was, it was like a mother and daughter, daughter who worked there. Yeah, and yeah. it was the daughter who was the re- supposed to be the recipient of the package. Jesus, yeah. they've never met him. Had no idea who he was. He had never been there. How do you have their name and like? Didn't they go like? Didn't he go to the same school? No, no, he was homeschooled. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was like some weird tenuous maybe connection. Yeah. I have no idea. Bizarre. 
Which... Yeah, very, very bizarre. And that's also like kind of stirred up the debate over gun control over this guy, you know, terrorizing people with bombs, you know, and bombs are illegal. We talked about bomb control last week. Mm -hmm. Did we? Yeah, didn't we? Did we? Did we? On the steak podcast? Bomb control stuff? Or was it in the I post show? I think in the post show. Oh, yeah, post show, in the post right? show we yeah, because we, we didn't talk yeah. about the, the bomber during the main show. Yeah, that was after. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've seen people tweeting about it ever since then. I don't know, man. It's just like the political discourse in this country um, is just like, it's just like you're on one side or the other and you have to subscribe to everything on one side or subscribe to everything on the other side. It's like you can't like pick and choose like where you stand on any particular issue. It's like, well, I like lower taxes, so I'm also super pro-religion. You know what I mean? It's just like these things don't go hand in hand, but somehow they do in this country. Right. I, I don't get it, you know? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's 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 bizarre. It's like it's it's a side effect of this stupid two-party system we have. There's no no nuance available. <laughs> it's either one extreme or another with nothing in between. Yeah, like the Stormy Daniels thing <coughs> with Trump right now. Ugh. Everyone's like, she was on 60 Minutes. Was she interviewed by Anderson Cooper? Yeah, yeah. Anderson Ratings Cooper. were through the roof. It's like it's like who, honestly, who gives a shit? Yeah, I, I intentionally didn't watch that. Like, I don't who, give a fuck. I, I watched like five minutes of it. And yeah, like, who, who gives a shit what what he's doing in his private life? You know, if he's not doing anything criminal, right? And it's like, and the people are like, well, this could violate. Uh, uh, tax know, stuff. Or tax mm, laws yeah. or, or voter funding fraud or something like that for election fraud uh, because he, he it's the way you can use election funds at the time. It's like, I this is not what it's meant to catch is this kind of thing. Right. Of like they're, they're, to, they're not doing an interview with her about about this election fund scandal. Yeah, there's enough other stuff to concentrate on without being distracted by this. And it just reminds me of like the whole Clinton and Monica Lewinsky thing. It was gross then, it's gross now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, it's just He was impeached. We were talking about that mm -hmm. before the podcast. He was impeached over some of that stuff because he lied under oath to a grand jury. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah. It, it, it's non-denial denial. I'll never right. forget. To me like the the I, I thought, okay, we've reached a, a whole new level of low was when those congressional hearings they had with Monica Lewinsky in them. And uh, who's the lady who recorded her? Paula? Paula Jones? Yeah. Paula Jones. Was Paula that? No, that's somebody else. Anyway, uh, they had the whole hearing Jennifer with Monica Flowers? No, that's, the, that's another one. There were so many. <laughs> there's, there's another one of Clinton's. <laughs> the, 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 Linda Tripp. Ah. Linda Tripp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, anyway, uh, they had those whole hearings with Linda Tripp and, and Monica Lewinsky. And I remember they pull, pulled that, if I recall correctly, it was a blue dress from the Gap. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it had a cum stain on it. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about the president's cum stain on dress. I thought... Is this really happening? Is this like it, the Congress is debating a cum stain from the president? It's like, it, I, that's and what now. I reached, yeah. I was like, that's what I realized we, we had reached a point is like for anything to be acceptable, it just has to happen. Like you would never envision that if you tell people in a year we're going to be talking about a dress the with a presidential cum stain, cum stain on, yeah. a cum stain on it. Be like, that's never going to fucking happen. They would never do that. They absolutely did it. They busted that dress out mm -hmm. and they they like had it in like the dry cleaning wrap and they were. It was it was so disgusting. It was in the thing. shape of the presidential seal. Yeah, and, uh, it's and amazing. Just, just like with Trump now, back with Clinton, the whole thing. I didn't give a fuck. You know, if Hillary wants to like beat the shit out of him with a fucking frying pan, let her do it. You know, that's fine too. But you know, it is. What does that have to do with anything? You know, what does Trump having slept with a porn star? What does that have anything to do with his effectiveness as a leader? There's so many other or things to be concerned about. Literally everything else. Literally, literally, yeah. literally yeah. everything about him. Yeah, is something we should be concerned about. Totally agree. I think people are just frustrated because nothing's sticking at this point. Yeah. It, or doesn't, there's the perception that it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know why? Because you fucking let yourself get distracted. Right. By something else. Anything comes and up. everything. Right. You're just restarting that cycle over and over. It, it was funny because I woke up the other day to everybody talking about Trump threatening to beat up <laughs> Joe <Yes>. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> threatening to beat up Joe Biden. I must have missed that. Yeah. It was a he tweet. was like, 
he's an old man, I'll beat the crap out of him. And like, it was all this like schoolyard talk. Oh, and everyone's God. like, this is so unpresidential. And I'm like, what this. is Trump covering for today? Because that's clearly, a, to me, a distraction one. And it's like, there must have been something else big that everyone was talking about, and he got them all talking yeah. about something else. Also, what has he ever said that has been presidential? He read a speech and didn't veer off topic that one time, like a year ago. Oh. <laughs> They're like, oh, this uh, is the moment you became president. He, he, I, you know, I mean, I guess presidential is like, what does, what aligns with what I agree with? And there, there hasn't been much with Trump, but when he went after uh, congressmen, or Congress per people about being uh, in the pocket of the NRA. He just recently did that and was directly telling them uh, that they were, you know, just taking money from the NRA and they're in their pocket and they they need to stop doing that. I I I was like, hey, I really, yeah, I identify with my president today. You know, this is one of the few days I can say that. Everyone over there is like very <laughs> silent. <laughs> like, White House walks back things. Trump gun control comments after his NRA meeting. What's that? White House walks back Trump gun control comments <laughs> after his NRA meeting. I mean, come on. But he did say it. <laughs> he said it, but then they're like, oh, no, 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 they're, they're cool. I mean, fuck. I found the tweet. He said, crazy Joe Biden is trying to act like a tough guy. Actually, he is weak, both mentally and bad. physically, and yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he would go down fast and hard, crying all the way. Don't threaten people, Joe. Uh... <laughs> So when you, when you wake up and that's the tweet of the day, then you got I to yeah. me it's just like there's something else. He's making that tweet. And there's something else he's trying to distract. It's he's amazing. Just, I he's mad about something. I don't follow Donald Trump on Twitter. I'm sure none of y'all do either. either. But I, I feel don't. like I see every single. I do one too. Of his yeah, tweets. you don't have to. You'll yeah. see it. It's gonna come up because I follow some of his biggest fans who don't realize they're his biggest fans. Yeah, mm. it's like the Howard Stern effect. It is. It's, totally. like, it's the exact same thing where totally. it's like he's saying stuff that's so unbelievable. What's he gonna say next? Oh, I hate that guy. I can't miss a word. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's exactly the same thing. This guy shouldn't be saying this. Let me broadcast it to everyone <laughs> right. who follows me. <laughs> It's exactly the same. <laughs> I don't know how people don't see that. It's really funny to me. Um, yeah. What are you guys playing? Do you play anything? Young Life, by the way, this is from Ian Weitzel. Young Life is a Christian-based youth group focused on leading kids towards Jesus. I'm a junior leader for it in my area in Arizona. There you go. Cool. That's the mission of Young Life. Now we know. Now I'm we not, know. It sounds like you're about to say Young Blood. What is Young Blood? Isn't that like a term for? Some, I don't know. Ignore me. All right, we'll, we'll ignore you. Edit this out. <laughs> you know what we can talk about? How this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast there is also brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> That's a good um, when I say Dollar Shave Club, what pops into your head? If it's a secret club where living life-size dollar bills shave each other for fun, you're way off. It's kind of close to what you said earlier. Uh, dollar Shave Club offers an amazing, affordable shave that will blow your mind while keeping your face as smooth as a baby's re recently shaved face. Uh, what? Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, smell, and feel your best. And of course, they have the best razors I've ever used. I get an amazing, high-quality shave every morning from Dollar Shave Club Executive Razor. It's all this stuff here that's bare. I have to shave that. Uh, in fact, I'm even thinking of... <laughs> I didn't write this. Uh, I'm even thinking of shaving my dog Oswald just so you can feel the wonderful, smooth sensation of a Dollar Shave Club <laughs> offers each and every time. I'm not shaving my dog. Uh, probably not the best idea I've had today, uh, but the true hero of my morning routine is their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. It helps the razor gently glide across your skin and you have to experience it. Also with Dollar Shave Club, there's no more trips to the store, wandering the aisles hunting for razors, shampoo, or toothpaste. DollarShaveClub.com has it all. For a mind-blowing experience, join Dollar Shave Club today. 
For just $5 with free shipping, you get the six blade executive razor plus trial sizes of shave butter, body cleanser, and one wipe Charlie's. Then keep the blades coming for a few bucks more a month. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. Uh, also, I'm not shaving my dog. dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, Dollar Shave Club, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and for giving me a terrible idea. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Have you ever shaved Oswald? No. He's got like a lion mane thing going, and I wouldn't want to to interfere with that. He was a little jerk the other day. Anyway, I'm mad at him. We were talking. What did you do? What did he do? He was just being an asshole. Like, I don't know. Like, he kept waking me up in the middle of the night. Like, he'd, he... I'm always curious what my, people mean when they say their dogs are being My assholes. dogs are normally sleep through the night, no problem. Like, they got their crate. But he just, like, was antsy or something and did not want to go to sleep. It's the first time that he's ever done that. I was he was so having nightmares. I don't know. I was Poor little guy. I was mad, though. So my dogs sleep in bed with us. And they do you this mean thing children? now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they seriously sleep like humans. It, they like... sleep with their heads on the pillow. We're all lined up like Charlie Bucket's in-laws or whatever. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Blessing out the Charlie and <laughs> yeah. the Chocolate Factory reference. Um, but they, they will get up in the middle of the night. One of them will go get water, make a lot of noise, then go to the door, scratch to go out. I let them out. They do their thing. They come back in. I get up again to let them back in. The second I shut the door and get back in bed, the other one starts the process. They can never coordinate, Little ever. So it's like a 10-minute ordeal, and I'm wide awake at that point. Can you put a little, like, doggy door in your door? I've, I've thought, thought about, about doing it. that. But ours are all glass. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it's... you got to cut a hole thing. in the wall then. Yeah. Well, why do you keep closed? the door closed then? Hmm? Or it's to the outside? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Outside door. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <coughs> my my bedroom door has this thing where if you shut it all the way, the first of all, the cat will fucking meow. Nutmeg. <laughs> and then if you open it, like... Five degrees, it's fine. But if you open it less than five degrees, it stays open. But then it does this thing where it just—I don't know why. Maybe the air conditioning goes. It does all fucking night, and it's one of those things. It's literally four feet away from my bed, and I just think I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna get up and shut the door. I'm gonna get up and shut the door, or open it a little bit further. And I just like I just can't make myself. WD forty it. I you know first of all WD forty is that a lubricant or does that clean out lubricant? It's a lubricant. lubricant. I don't know Just if that's true. Don't use it for sex. I I, I, I hinge. It is I, absolutely. I WD forty all my hinges yeah. like a year ago. I was, was always great. told don't use WD forty in the place of oil because it strips out oil and you leave oil. It's a more permanent solution. And now you use grease to clean grease. Do you not? You not? Know, yeah. I've never yeah, heard okay. that. It's yeah. like how you could use nail polish to remove nail polish. You know about that? Yes. You just paint over it. You just paint mm. over it and then wipe it right away when it's still wet. We'll paint it's not over the it. best method, but it. It's works. not the best if, it, if you're in a pickle. If you do what? What? If Basically. you have nail polish on, yeah. and you paint nail polish over the nail polish, and then you wipe it, it'll come off. It oh, okay, that makes sense. Regelifies. Yeah, the base. same kind of thing. If you use a permanent marker on a dry erase board, just take a dry erase marker and color over that, and then erase it. That's bullshit. It works. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's a little trick, a little life hack. Hmm. Just like color, color right back over it. <laughs> I thought I did see a, re- <laughs> a really funny clip the other day where someone had drawn on a dry erase board this like Dicks? giant cat, and then the Teacher came in and erased it, and with permanent marker, they had drawn a huge penis. Yeah. And so then there's this huge dick. Well, then it didn't work on the whiteboard. Well, no, they had done it in two different parts. Yeah. Okay. Like there was the dick, and then they added with the dry erase, they added the cat bits, and then the cat (laughs) bits were what it got erased. Patrick is saying from the the W40 website, it's a myth that it's not really lubricant. The fact is, uh, it is a unique special blend of lubricants. Okay. (laughs) Well, listen, I'm a. Lube it up. Victim to an 
Mechanics Wives Tale <laughs> that don't, you shouldn't use WD-40 to lubricate stuff. Have you seen that video? I think someone uploaded to YouTube yesterday or the day before where someone made a knife out of a roll of aluminum foil. Yes. By the way, yes. WD-40 is not a lubricant, it's the first autocomplete. I, I watched that, I think, yesterday. That's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. it was such... It seemed like that would have taken a really long time to go through all the steps. Oh, he hammers that thing and heats it up and hammers it, I think. 10, 15 times? It seemed, yeah. And, but it's crazy. I never made that connection that you could do, like, you could make aluminum foil into a block of aluminum, which is like step one, what he does, right? Yeah. Like, he just rolls it all up, takes the inside out, which Hammers. I don't know why he did that. Like, why didn't he just take the original cardboard out? I don't understand why he did that first step. But anyway, that you could just take it all, compress it, heat it, hammer it down, and you've got a block of aluminum. And he does that for a while, like, where he's like tapping it to show you. Like that, it's a solid piece of metal. Yeah, it's just a really cool like recontextualization of what you this like, like a flimsy thing. Minute video, but most of it sped up. I want to know what the real time on it was. Yeah, like how many hours? And he even like makes that wood handle and puts screws in it and cuts them and off. He, like, and he like sands it down on different types of material. And then he yeah uses like wet stones to like sharpen it and yeah. really get it. yeah. Oh, I mean, that's it. it. That's a roll of aluminum foil that but he has heated and hammered so that it's like it. a, a solid block of aluminum. Yeah, and then, and then makes then a he... knife out of that. Heats it up and hammers it again. Heats it up and hammers it again. And he does this process so many times. It's it's really really fascinating. I, n I never thought to do that. I, I, lo I love that YouTube exists so you can <laughs> learn too. something like yeah, that. Me too. That's really really cool. I mean, idea. I love the internet in general because there's stuff I wondered about my whole life, like pre-internet, and then finally was like, oh, I can look it up. I wondered about this one as a kid and looked Where it up. Where do babies come from? <laughs> I've always wondered. Where do they come from? I'm still, I haven't Googled that one yet. You, you should, wanna you watch? Research it. You yeah. research it. <laughs> no, no, I don't wanna watch. Thanks for offering that. Hey. Well, one thing I always wondered as a kid was what <laughs> side of aluminum foil should you use to put around the food? Mm. Because one side it's is shiny. dull and yeah. one side is shiny. I've never noticed that. Are you supposed that? to have the dull side out? It, it, uh, the truth is, the answer is it doesn't matter. They're not different, they're the same thing. It's because when they make aluminum foil, they press two sheets of aluminum together and the inside makes the dull. And the outside is the shiny, or vice versa. I think yeah, you're correct. Yeah. And so, but then they just separate them when mm. they press them. So that's why it looks like there's two different sides to aluminum. Foil. I think it can make a minor difference, but it's really negligible. And maybe it's for like, like radiant energy; it'll reflect it. It's exactly it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But it's like one of those. That's what I love about the internet is you can look shit up like that and people see. Yeah. Speaking of which, Lifehacker.com WD40. Uh, it seems like WD-40 can be used to lubricate just about any moving metal part, but is this true? Are there instances where WD-40 can be harmful? Answer, hold up. WD-40 is not an actual lubricant. WD stands for water displacing, <laughs> so, and its main use is as a solvent or rust dissolver. So, so Lubricant-like properties of WD-40 come not from the substance itself, but from dissolving components, and the effect does not last. Okay, so I only read a selection. From their website. Now that you've read that, I'm going to read you the entire passage here. Okay. okay. Because it specifically counters that claim. Oh. Uh, while the WD and WD-40 stands for water displacement, WD-40 multi-use product is a unique special bl blend of lubricants. So it's true that it stands for water displacement, but it is still a blend of lubricants. Yeah, but is lubricant like a scientific term? I mean, it's... If I want to if I want to get Wait. a lid off a jar, I can use hot water. It's a lubricant. I wouldn't use that to, you know... Oil bearings in my car. You could use some lube to not squeak your hinges. Probably. What if it's just Astroglide, Becca, yeah. in a spray container? I mean, I, probably Vaseline them up. Vaseline. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used Vaseline as a lubricant. I've had to. Have. I've had to use Vaseline every day for the last week. Really? Why? Yeah, I got so. I, um, Congratulations, Trevor. 
Sorry. <laughs> now we Sorry. don't need it. Sorry. Um, but uh, it's actually, it's funny because Trevor happened to see a mole on my back that looked a little... Suspect? Suspect. And I have a lot of moles and freckles and stuff. It's, it's from my mom's side. Um, everyone in that side of the family has a lot. And it was my first time going to the dermatologist to get like a whole body check. It's thorough. Very thorough. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> naked. They go into crevices. Yeah, oh my God. which is look, good because you're on the hunt. If you're if you're prone to them, especially, and if yeah. you're fair skin, you should get checked out. Um, White people have it the worst. But uh, <laughs> I walked into the. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna breeze right. Sorry, I, I couldn't hold it. I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> okay, Gus was even uh, looking up when he laughed at that. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you're good. Um, but I went in, and the doctor was like, "Oh, is there anything in particular that you're wanting to get checked out? Like, we're obviously gonna look everywhere." And I was like, "Yeah, my boyfriend saw um, mole on the back of my uh, on my back that looked suspicious." And she's like, "Okay, we'll get to that." She's looking. We're at my body, she gets to my back, and the second she sees it, she goes, oh yeah, that needs to come off. Oh, really? Yeah, like, today. She's like, yeah, this looks very suspect. No kidding. Um, and so they removed it that day, and I have, like, stitches in my back, and I have to keep it moist and vaselined up. It's like the a time. melon baller they used to get that day. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's like, what I always think of. Yeah. It's the ABCDs you're supposed to look for when it comes to moles. It's an asymmetry of the board. It's an asymmetry of the mole. Aardvark. Uh, the irregular border. Bears. Color. Bears. Uh, color. If it's uh, like Rock the color up. changes or is uh, it's mis miscolored, and then the diameter. If the diameter is bigger than the size of a pencil eraser. Denmark. So those are the four indicators you should look at when you're looking at moles. I know because I have a lot of moles. So I have one that is, is now <laughs> bigger than a pencil eraser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's probably fine. Can it stretch out on you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it is. It's funny because I have my. My first dog's paws tattooed on my stomach. <laughs> like, are they just stretching? Oh, is that what those paws are? <laughs> yeah. I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, they were Bosworth's paws. I never ever knew that. Yeah. Uh, Becca was our very first ever model for the Rushi store. Besides, I think Gus was the only other one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know had. if he counts. Yeah. And especially for when our first attempt to have uh, lines of clothing for our female viewers, she was the model for all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I remember, yeah, she had the. the, paws. the your tattoos showing in mm -hmm. some of them. Yeah, that's how I yeah. see that. I didn't know she had those tattoos until we took those photos. And I didn't know until right now that it was actually based on your first dog's paws. Mm -hmm. I chased him around, put poster paint on his paws. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then he hid under the bed for like three hours. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Paint I like tattoos have a story behind him. Yeah. Like an Atari every, logo? Yeah, like yours is all Every like, tattoo yeah. should have a story. Like your blade tattoo is a great story. <laughs> great. I told that story for years. Someone thought I had ink on my arm today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you got something? Else? I was like, oh, that's a tattoo. Yeah, to the, uh, to the dermatologist go, that should come off too. <laughs> probably in her mind. Right away. Let me see it. Is it all, is, I like it. It's not too janky at all. It, it still needs to get touched up. I haven't touched it since we did it. Are we getting, I mean, we've seen it before, but we'll close up on it anyways. There she is. So, bing, 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 bing. I had to use Vaseline in, on something weird the other day. Go on. It felt very dirty. Nice. Um, Clem bought a, a wubba bubble ball or whatever the fuck what? they're called. A what's Moon a wubba bubble ball? Okay. Is, that, is it like a Rick and wubble, Morty thing? Wubble bubble wubble dub dub ball. What wubble bubble ball? It's a ball that what it's wubbles. Like, it wubbles, but it doesn't <laughs> bubble. Wubbles. They're on infomercials and they're big on YouTube. Like now I want to look weird. This up. Like, is it like a battery operated rated ball that goes? Doo -doo -doo? No, it's this ball that's very very. It's like halfway a ball in a balloon, but it comes deflated. And it tells you to lube up this valve with Vaseline, and then you like insert this air Hot. dispenser into it. 
and it is so invasive. I had to like wobble, ease wobble, it wobble. in, like gently stretch it out. Yeah, we'll pull it. To the club. Like, it was just very, very gross. One of these, it's yeah. A wobble, and bubble, so it gets wobble. huge, huge. Like it wouldn't fit in my car. And Jesus. so we had once we blew it up, we have this thing. It's like seriously three feet wide. Tell us something. We're gonna see the slow mo guys video. Oh in, no, in, definitely in the next it's, month. It's basically what Dan was in, and uh, it popped the other day. I was so happy. Um, oh really? Yes. She was really sad. We're Dude, gonna have to get her another one. When my kids were a lot younger, I went as long as I could without explaining to them what batteries were. Mm. So it's just like, oh, that choice is dead. <laughs> oh, so, she knows. But, but That's they don't brilliant. Make, they don't make noise forever. Eventually, they stop. She was playing with this old Boba Fett action figure and was all, it needs batteries. It doesn't do anything. Like That's just what it is. I think I that's spit on Marvel over there. I think a little spit on you. That's okay. I would have never thought to do that. That's a, that's a great idea to not explain batteries or even how basic things work. Yeah. <laughs> Try to preserve your the, sanity. The best part is like whenever we go, my kids like carnivals. Like those death trap <laughs> carnivals, and I love them too. And I probably have forced them into this lifestyle, but they always have those like vendors that sell those spinning, whirling light things that you just hold and just make noise. Mm -hmm. oh, I yeah. constantly buy those for my friends' kids and just like for gifts. Oh, and just, you're like, such a I dick! Know, so evil, <laughs> so evil. <laughs> be like, oh hey, look at this. This is great. And the kids like whoop 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 whoop, going yeah. around the house. Have you guys ever been to Rome? No. I know this is a random no. segue, but they have they sell those things like those little like. Shitty touristy toys, but they also had these things I've never seen before. They're like these slime balls where you would throw it down and it would like go flat for a second and then reform itself, but it would make this like wah sound. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. So everywhere me and Bethany went in Rome, especially like the very touristy areas, I would just constantly hear wah. Oh, that sucks. Wah, wah. Yeah, that kills a very serene place. Oh, absolutely. It was aggravating, super aggravating. Do I have? Do you ever? Do you ever bookmark random shit when you're browsing and you just bookmark something? Like bookmarks. Ever since I got like the quick links on my browser, mm -hmm. I don't actually use my bookmarks menu. Yeah. And then every now and then I'll load up bookmarks. I see all this random shit that I basically saved. Like, oh, I'm gonna come back and use this. But there was something I found, uh, which was two things actually. It was a website article saying showing pictures of things the way they actually are versus the way they appear in people's photos. Okay. And one was like going to the Leaning Tower of Pisa and then they went like 50 yards away and took a picture and it's all these dopes, you know, oh, like oh, yeah. it's like tons of tourists trying yeah. to take that exact same fucking photo. And then one was Mount Everest and it shows the peak of Mount Everest and then they show what it actually looks like and it's basically like a line of people. Now there's such an Waiting industry to get up there. To yeah. Climb it. Yeah, to climb up to the top of it where it's just like it's just like a you're just in line basically yeah. to go to the top. You do that anywhere like at the Coliseum and it's all just like touristy stuff and people trying to sell you stuff. But the thing I had bookmarked uh was it was one of these like life hack pro tips whatever uh and it was a way to get photos of touristy stuff but get them in such a way uh that they look the way they're supposed to which is you essentially, in Photoshop, you just sit there, you put something on a tripod, you take like 10 to 15 photos of it, and then there's a function in Photoshop where you just combine mm. the common imagery in a batch of photos, and then it basically just takes out all the people. Because as they're oh. moving around, that's they're like, that's dynamic information, and oh, they're not common to all the photos. And it was really cool the way they showed it. I mean, it helps if you take a lot more photos, but you can basically blank something out by doing that. Would have been super helpful to have that as a video filter for day five, but... It was a really cool. I thought it was a really cool thing, and I didn't know that existed. I'll try to look up what it's called. Oh, there's a squish ball. Is that it, Barb? The bubble, 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 bubble. Oh yeah, oh. that's the thing. It would squish, ah, go flat so like weird. that, and then 
Does it go like, like reform itself? It would look like wet. Do it, make the noise. What does it do? Next time he throws it down, you do the onomatopoeia. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not what it sounds like. When I say that, it would go like, <laughs> like that's the noise it would make. I think, noise I think it had a noise in maker it, yeah. inside. Like a, it will just like like a moo cow kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, gross. I don't know. I rem if I hear that noise, it'll give me PTSD to being there and seeing all that stuff. Oh my god! It's like I, if I made that thing and introduced that to the world, I, I would just sleep at night. You know? I mean, what are you On a adding? Full of money. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> what are you adding full to the of world? Tourists' money. <laughs> right. You earn it one dollar bill at a time. There's also the people that are trying to sell you flowers. But they don't try to sell it to you. They just try to hand it to you. Oh and man! And then insist that you owe them money. It's a polite mugging. Giving. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. It's it's a polite way to mug somebody. They're like handing you stuff, and like <clears> someone <throat> who doesn't know better is going, "Oh, thank you." And they're like, "All right, five bucks." New never. Orleans is the epicenter <laughs> no, of that. I was say, <laughs> never ever speak to anyone you don't know in New Orleans. It's just it, I, there's no reason to. Why would just happen? nobody? I, I, I do uh, that in general because I'm afraid of shit like that. Yeah. Like I, if I don't know someone and they try to talk to me, I'm not mm -mm. interested at all. So Michael got got one time because someone said, "I can tell you where you got your shoes." That's the old yeah yeah bit in he was New like, Orleans. He was like eighteen. Yeah, but he's like, "What?" He's like, "I'll bet you five dollars I can tell you where you got your shoes." And before Michael could even re react, he's like, "You got him on Bourbon Street, like where he was standing at the moment." And he's uh -huh. like, "That'll be five dollars," and hey. like intimidated him until he basically they were the friend away. of mine, and he goes, "Ha ha ha, okay, that's funny," and he goes, "No." That's five dollars, and then like two other dudes showed up, and it's oh like, yeah, I was I heard him. You made a bet with him, and you owe him five dollars, and it's like okay, give him the five bucks. Let's go. She, yeah, that's mugging. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a polite mugging is yeah. what it is. It's what we see what it amounts to, and I'm sure it's like if push came to shove, there would be no pushing and shoving, but it's like there is definitely the impression of like oh shit, these guys are. If I just give them five bucks, they'll go, they'll away. go away. They'll go away. Kind That's of a, a smart thing. thing to do, honestly. Just, if you're just feeling don't intimidated. Talk to anybody in New Orleans. There's no upside. I'm like, uh, no upside. Or they uh, run up and speak. shine your shoes and say they'll be, and they like give you a joke. They'll be five for the line, five for the shine. And you're like, I didn't want this yeah. at all. Don't yeah. touch me. Yeah, but the handing stuff is, uh, I forget where I was, but they were, some lady was handing out cards. You know, just like a normal thing on the street. There, she was handing out cards, but then when she hands you this card, and I took one from her, uh, and it was like asking for a donation, and then she just fucking latched onto me and wouldn't leave me alone. Mm. She and she never spoke either, which was weird. But she was just like because I interacted with her, she was like, "I'm on the hook at that point for her." And I was just like, "Fuck off, dude! I'm I not just really gonna hand you money." Annoying situation. You know, like sometimes um, out in public, there's these people who are trying to talk to you or inform you or get you to sign up for. Like something like uh, Greenpeace, Greenpeace or uh, Planned Parenthood, yeah. And it's like, it's a great cause, and I'm, I'm glad people are doing it and getting the word out. But there are often times when I'll pass by people and say like, "Oh, like I already supported," or like, oh, "I'm on my way somewhere. Sorry, like I can't talk right now." Trying to be as polite as possible because I'm usually on my way somewhere. Mm -hmm. There was a time um, this past weekend where I was on Congress and walking by because I was on my way somewhere, and. Someone, I forget what organization it was, said, like, hey, do you have a moment to talk about blah, 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 blah? And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm on my way there, but I'm already very informed on this subject. Um, like, I'm sorry, I can't stop. And he goes, oh, I guess you just don't care then. All right, yeah. keep walking. And I was like, dude, like, you're the one who's approaching me in the middle of the street to like bombard me with this when I'm on my way somewhere. Also, you're showing courtesy, I yeah. think, by just not ignoring the person the yeah. way everyone else. I would does never ignore someone who's talking to me about that kind of stuff. Yep. I yeah. always Working respond. At the downtown office, taught me to just ignore. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, keep just, walking. Just, just like, like don't even don't even listen. Give me, I have to do. <laughs> I have to do that in one place in Austin. You guys probably experience the same thing. 
the Chipotle yep, yep. right around the corner from here. Oh, yeah. It's just like you got to run a fucking gauntlet every time you I go to I can't believe they place. let people I, it ruins do their that business. There. It must it must cut into their business. Did you see Blaine's tweet about that? Uh, it was a couple months ago. Yeah, we walked he said, "Here's my way. route when there are people stationed there and it's like literally all the way around the complex to get to the Chipotle." I don't know what it is about that location, but it's just it's just a combination of people just asking for money. Uh, and then basically panhandling and then people who are just there promoting some kind of cause I saw some people I was driving down Lamar the other day And I saw some people like some college students doing a fundraiser for something. I don't remember what it was um, And you know you, you see them a lot where it's like they're holding like poster boards and they're, like, Passing around you know a container asking for money, but on their poster boards It also said Venmo us at and had like their Venmo address. Oh I was like, God. oh, that's fucking brilliant Like they 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 had a jar, but they weren't going around like bothering people, like knocking on windows. They were just like <laughs> Venmo right there. Yeah, it had like all the information. I was like, oh, that's that's great. That's much better. I'm, I'm glad that they're not. Yeah, but you also have no excuse. To to me. Except I don't I install don't apps on my phone that will harvest my personal. We data. had a, an event at Rooster Teeth recently where we had a bartender who was like friends with someone who worked here, and he had a tip jar, but he also had a Venmo account. Listed right under where his like name and information was. So if you didn't have cash with you to tip him, you could just I give appreciate him, like, that five like, bucks on Venmo. A lot of the time when there's like an open bar, but a tip jar. I'm yeah. Like, oh man, I don't have any money. Oh dude. I know. I always feel bad. Yeah. So I almost got recruited into a cult in Austin. When? I, cult might might not be the the best word, but uh, it was someone who was like I was just it was somebody who stopped me on the street, and it's weird about this like people promoting a cause. And then also going back to your thing about wild, wild country. Mm -hmm. um, it's really funny because I don't know if you remember this, but there was an organization in Austin called Zendik Farm. Do you remember Zendik Farm? I do remember that. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago, Zendik Farm. <laughs> and, I, and they had a publication and they would put it out like once a month or something. And it was kind of like a zine back in the zine days, but it was well after zines <laughs> went out of style. And uh, they would have this thing and there was this girl, very alternative girl, and I was younger. And I remember she was she stopped me to do this thing and I started talking to her and she seemed like super into me And so we started talking uh -huh. and it was like then I then I fucking realized later It's like oh, she's trying to like like hook me into this cult thing and I looked it up and this thing did not There's a very brief Wikipedia about the founder of Zendik farm. His name is Wolf Zendik and uh, Wolf Zendik Dick. farm members <laughs> uh, In 2006 the community had a show Zendik news on public access television. Oh, yeah <laughs> public access show in 2006 That's amazing. They were really sticking with it uh, Zenic Farm members were known for their t-shirt sales of t-shirts and bumper stickers saying stop bitching start a revolution The community has since disbanded with the property being sold. It has been accused of being a sex it cult won, It <laughs> so won a go. best of Austin award from the Austin Chronicle in 1993. Yeah, it wow. was the critics choice for best hill country cult <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see I mean, I'm, looking, I'm gonna totally fall down a YouTube rabbit hole of looking up Zendik Farm stuff from like yeah. the 90s from public access television <laughs> Yeah, but they seem like utterly harmless, and this is even until I, they get you. I think it was like post David Koresh, which we came to, yeah. yeah, like that. And the uh, what were the comet people? The comet they all drank oh. the, the poison uh, and died. Heaven's Gate, Heaven's Gate. Those people, like at, those were like the two in the, in my lifetime, the two big cults. Like I don't remember Jonesboro, Jonestown, Jonestown. Yeah, is Jonesboro, another place. I don't know. As a okay. kid, I thought cults were a made up thing because of The Simpsons. Oh, did like, you really? I thought, like The Simpsons, like, like this is great fodder. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, this is a funny concept. I, I sent Barbara a link earlier. This guy had a Simpsons dinner party. Yeah. Where, let me see where I'm finding it. Where all he did was make food from The Simpsons. 
My favorite was the full bag of Oreos. <laughs> Irregular Oreos yeah. or 64 slices of cheese. Did yeah. he fry a paper bag? He, he did not fry Aww. a paper bag, but he had like a big Rice Krispie treat. The big Rice oh Krispie treat. 64 slices of cheese. Uh, the crusty the crusty the, the Clown. So here's what I'm hearing. There is a cult deficit in Austin right now. <laughs> Zendik Farm is not here. With I see an opportunity. Rooster Teeth. Do you think we might be the closest I thing mean, to a cult look, in Austin? Bernie, we got, <laughs> we could, like tax exemption if we're a oh cult. Oh my god! Yeah, we, we got we got books, we got movies. Yeah, we got shows. We just What's need to publish cult? a bunch of self help books and web content. Super shitty, like public access TV. So yeah, that's what <laughs> the current it's the new version of it. <laughs> We're a cult. Can we be a cult? We've been yeah. brainwashing people for fifteen years. Oh my god, this Thank is going to make RTX breaks. way better. Guys. That's it. That's, I think Tyler, Tyler nailed the title of this episode. The gang starts a cult. <laughs> 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 All right, what well, that's uh, it is time to wrap up though. So, we're gonna go right. start our cult. So, I want to thank everyone for watching this week's podcast, and we'll see you next time. Under his eye. Namaste. Blessed be everyone. <laughs>